Welcome to SV Pod. How you doing, everybody? Stanford Steve is with me, and we're back to work next. Well, I'm back to work next week on the TV side. Did, did I, I just find out your your vacation goes into next week? Are you gone all next week? Well, some of us have been working during this time, Scott. Oh, okay? you know, oh, there's there, you, oh. can, you, can, you can punch in some days, you know, in July and in early August. But oh. uh, yeah, we'll be uh, we'll be taking a a, a vacay uh, down to the OBX. Get a little nags head in with the fam, Love and that. then we'll be back and and ready to go. Um, as I said, we've been we've been punching the clock here. We got added a little college football live to the mix, along with daily wager podcasts. Uh, so yeah, it's been you're not been you're good. not you're not paid enough. No, we need, I, we need yeah we need to talk. All right, well, we'll <laughs> I didn't want to bother you on vacation. Order of business, Stanford Steve's contract. Let's get this thing figured out immediately. <laughs> Um, as we were getting sort of organized here and getting ready to go, you and you and the bear went how long on, on an sec pod? Uh, we might've topped 90 minutes, uh, just on the sec. Um, last year we, we do these conference previews every week leading up. And last year people got mad. I, in the ACC preview, I honestly think we totally skipped pit. They won the conference. I kind of mm. felt bad about that. That's and kind of a as, kind of a as miss. The year was going on. We we're fans are you know they're tweeting us. Hey, we would have loved your thoughts on Pitt. I'm like, oh yeah, I loved Pitt. I just forgot to talk about him. So so you're, this is a very so we're, we're I got notes on every team. I got the SEC's done. That's already podcast is out. All my notes are out. Mm -hmm. I am completing the ACC today. I have the Big Ten West done. A lot of the Pac-12 done. So I'm I get tired of leaning about the same conference all day so i'll just try and mix it up just to try wow. and keep my head straight the but, thing uh, people need to know about stanford steve is that they're you're very old school when it comes to your data yep say data or data i think i say, I say data, data. I, I say data but there, i just said data sheets look at how old man that is people are listening on podcast right now they can't see what you're holding up but what you're you holding can describe up describe it all right it's a lot of papers there's some note cards Steve is very fond of the highlighter. Yes. So you get a yellow highlighter. You print a lot of you're like Digger Phelps, for God's sake. <laughs> you print a lot. You highlight a lot. And these are what uh, these are what you you're crunching data, the data, the numbers. You're coming up with your own version of a Phil Steele for the people, giving them the some what to look for is well, just for for our listeners. And yeah. they should obviously go listen to you and the bear talk for 90 minutes about the SEC. <laughs> Give me a give me a team in the SEC okay. that you like more than maybe the pundits or the talkers are talking about. A team that you think, you know what, I kind of like. Maybe it's Kentucky. Not that they're ignored, but maybe you like them. Who's a team you go, I, as I read about them, as I think about them, I like them. Who? You've watched this team plenty, uh, you know, financially. South Carolina. South Carolina. Scott, they could not throw the ball down the field last year. They had a graduate assistant as a starting quarterback. And and talking to guys, he, <laughs> the first game, his helmet didn't fit. <laughs> <laughs> talking to people around the party, they were like, he's like, he went to the coach. They're like, what's wrong? He's like, I look horrible. <laughs> like, I haven't been working out. <laughs> so uh, let's just say that the QB situation is a lot better. Listen. Spencer Rattler is a 
very dynamic guy on and off the field. He's got a big personality. I think he was really, really humbled what happened last year. And when you talk with people around the program, he's exactly what they needed. They needed a guy with a fresh start, and his talent alone is light years of what they had at the position last year. No Light doubt. Years. But I think it's a, I think it's a, a perfect marriage because they desperately needed an upgraded quarterback, which he represents. And frankly, he desperately needed to be humbled. Yeah. Like he needed yeah. to, to have that moment where you realize, you know what? It's not all cake and ice cream in this life. And you show up and you got all the you got all the bona fides and you got all the five stars and you got yep. all the all that stuff from high school, you know, You've been that guy. <laughs> you were that guy, you yeah. know, and then you show up. You're like, whoa, there's a lot of those guys here. And there was there was one of those guys from our neck of the woods in Gonzaga named Caleb Williams, who's now yeah. obviously at USC, who passed him in the OU game. And that was that. So the fact that he got a dose of, OK, welcome to the real world. Mm hmm. Perfect situation because he is a dynamic talent. Yeah, like there, there, there's a reason why people thought last year he'd be a guy that would be on everyone's list to be a first round pick, maybe the first pick. Mm -hmm. And and there's no reason why someday he couldn't, you know, be a guy like that. Uh, but he gets he gets a brand new start. And I think what Beamer did last year in in getting them to a bowl game and then winning a bowl game, they they. It's not uh, it's not unlike the team I root for, where if you just get to a bowl game and win it, which Maryland did as well. You OK, so you're seven and six and you won a bowl game. Did it matter to Virginia Tech as much as it did to Maryland? No. Did it matter to North Carolina as much as it did to South Carolina after Carolina thought they were going to have a great year and they didn't? No. But it doesn't matter to South Carolina because you mm -hmm. get to have optimism all offseason. And Beamer's got Beamer's got. All those sort of intangibles that I think he pushes a lot of the right buttons He's good in social media space. And that, that's an optimistic fan base, man. Yeah. And it's a really underrated home situation, home crowd. Agreed. Uh, it's it's really good. And I, the best thing about Beamer is I think he's he knows he lets his coaches coach. He does all the other stuff. And, you know, you, you talk to head coaches around the, the job is totally different. Now, with what you have to do in meetings and going to meet with alumni and exciting the, the students to get them to come to the game, like it's a it's a politician role, and I think he understands that. And he did a great job of it in the first year. They did a great job in the portal of getting more playmakers. They got a receiver from James Madison who's good. Uh, Juice Wells is going to is going to wow people. So uh, I, I that, that's a team. Uh, okay, there you go. All, All right. right, I love it. So that this this kind of in depth uh, analysis is available from Stanford Stephen the Bear and he's not going to miss Pitt when, no when the time comes I actually really really like Pitt this year I like them too because Narduzzi's pissed oh. Oh. I like, I like what, they're going to run the ball more this year <laughs> <laughs> yes well part of it's you know they're no, mad about that's why you just say they're that. mad about, they're they're mad about losing a Belitnikov uh, receiver on the whole NIL thing he's with Caleb Williams out in USC too yeah. um Pitt would apparently like to run the ball some, and, and then and maybe now they will. Uh, I got to get serious here. Yeah, no jokes. I I I, I didn't want to start with it because it's too, too heavy to start with. Um, so I I read this morning that uh, Serena is going to retire. Mm. Legend, like a legend, 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 and she to me, just like Roger Federer. They were the same in this way. 
there was an elegance about them. There was a, just a beauty to the what they looked like and how they played. Just they, they felt like they were cast for by Hollywood, right? You know what I mean? Like the perfect leading man, the perfect leading lady, and they were dominant greats for seemingly ever. And because they didn't really seem to age, because they didn't suddenly look old or have their skills fall off, like like Ralph is, is messing around in the back. He's, he needs to come home. You know what I mean? Yeah. God bless him. He's out there playing through injuries and giving everything he's got. But it's like you're seeing time like physically on the back of his head, whereas Fed. Dude came out there like he could have come out there in an evening jacket and played in a tuxedo coat. And Serena announces her retirement in vogue because she is, you know, uh, very comfortable on the pages of the finest fashion magazines and, and looks, you know, looks at home on the cover there. But what I'm getting at is when it doesn't seem like time is passing and it is when the when the reality of the end comes, it's I, it feels kind of shocking. Mm-hmm. And so so she said she said Serena said in Vogue that she didn't she doesn't like to use the word retirement. She's going to evolve away from the game, which is just a fancier way of saying I'm not going to play anymore. Mm. And the reason that this is that that is something I want to talk about, because I watched Sir Nick Faldo over the weekend on CBS say goodbye. Mm. Not as deck Serena won 23 slams and she's going to say goodbye after the U.S. Open. She'd love to get another going to be a hard to do, but you never know. Sir Nick won six majors, but that was his playing bit. Then he becomes a TV guy. And then you're in your 60s and this is what you've done your whole life. And you try to say goodbye and he couldn't do it. No, I mean, he he couldn't speak. And it's watching that a guy who was just so stoic during his career, like an absolute Iceman, seeing the emotion land, like, what am I going to do now, is is a lot. And it, all of this leads to me, over the course of the time I've been off, I was just down at the beach, and people are always nice, and people are like, hey, where's Stan for Steve? Like, I, I don't know. I hope he's out doing something fun. Check the daily <laughs> wager, um, apparently. <laughs> You know, Pete, Pete, you know what it's like down yeah. there. People are very kind and I and it's so appreciative. I'm so appreciative of, of always people being nice and saying hello. By the way, a guy comes up to me standing there. I'm standing there looking at the ocean. A guy comes up, he goes, I just want to say thanks for the fun land pod. He's <laughs> like, I made my wife listen to it. I made my wa- my mom listen to it. It's like we're just dying laughing. <laughs> Anybody from the DMV knows fun land. If if you're not from here, just think of a place that I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> Go listen to the Funland pod. You're allowed to be there for an hour. He's like, that's the greatest cheat trick ever. Nice. Anyway, I'm standing there talking to this guy about that, thinking about thinking about coming back. And all of this rambling, Steve, what I'm getting at is we've done this show now. We're going to be our eighth year of this. Mm-hmm. Eight. And at some point, you start thinking about well, this, we're not going to do this forever. And we're, I mean, I tell you, I think of the boomer story about, I'm on the back nine, Scotty. 
Well, I don't know. Again, I don't know what hole we're on here, but I spent time like I found myself sitting there just looking out at the ocean thinking, damn, like it's deep on the back nine. Like how many more summers of this do you get? How much more of this? How much longer before somebody at ESPN goes, you know, it's it's all right. People like that old ball guy. Somebody we got a bunch of new. There's a bunch of new up and comers. Yeah, Yeah, the bad beats kind of getting old. It's kind of you got anything else? I mean, winners 20 over 500. That was free. I don't know. Maybe somebody else can make, maybe someone can do better. Put them on, put them on. But I found myself thinking about this, and there is a real it's such a blessing to get a chunk of time off to stop and not pay attention. You're, you're always aware of what's going on, but you're not like daily. You don't feel like you're responsible for needing to know the stuff and being there and doing the show. And then there's this incredible injection of in- energy and football and everything that comes with the fall and hearing trombone shorty and throwing out some winners and, and the rhythm and the, and, and the flow of the fall is great. And I, I look forward to it so much. But it's just weird, man. I just over the course of the, the time away, I found myself thinking about it and being grateful, as always, thinking about getting back in there with you and doing it. But just really thinking, thinking about not like a finish line, not like I, like I want to not do it, but just wondering what happens when that comes and mm-hmm. watching Faldo sit there and oh. just not be able to talk. And then reading this morning, Serena saying, you know, I'm going to evolve away from this. I guess I just did this. I don't know. How, I don't know what I want to what ev- evolving I'm capable of doing. <laughs> and uh, and so I'm looking forward to reading your stuff and uh, listening to you and the bear and sitting down and doing shows and all that. But uh, I don't know, man. It's just been weighing on my mind. You're a younger man than me. You got way more runway than me. But uh, I'm just going to, I don't know, try to enjoy it. I don't know what, it, where you're, what you're supposed to do with all this. I just was kind of thinking out loud. Uh, a couple things. Uh, I do have a, a Serena story I, I do want to tell, but we we both have three children that yeah. going out to dinner on vacation, it's not free. And uh, so we got to get together here and figure out a plan <laughs> because we're going to need some income uh, to steadily keep coming in because uh, these these kids, these kids, they're not, they're not cheap. I'll nope. just say that. Is this, is this just dawning on you? Well, you say you're sitting on the beach looking at things. I'm, you know, taking them there and there. We got this camp. We got this. And I'm like, whoa, what's what's that deduction? Oh, okay. Theater camp. Got it. Two weeks. Sweet. But listen, if they're in the house, they're going to kill each other. No doubt. You're familiar with a game called Five Crowns? It's a card game. No. It's awesome. People out there that know, know, like, oh, five crowns. Great game. It's like a gin rummy type, but it's, uh, I don't know, five crowns. It's great. And the kids know how to play, although Sam doesn't really know how to play. So his sister kind of plays and for him. And so at the end, somehow she has zero points and he has a million. Kind of a wild coincidence. And so I heckled her yesterday. I'm like, yeah, it's funny how Sam always has a lot of points and you have none. And she's like, well, what do you think? I'm cheating? No, I don't say you're, I don't say you're cheating. I just Get the kinda, cards. Kind of curious. Guess what? She put it on me. <laughs> have some. Wow. Giza. Mm. Um, but, you know, you're right. Like, it's mm. it, it, you, the camps are helpful. Like, and it's good for them. They should be with kids and do fun stuff. But it's also just a sanity play because if you if they're in the house and where we are, it's, a, it's I think it's 117 today and relative humidity of a billion. 
We need, we, yeah, we, we need to go there because you've got some beach time, man. We got some beach time. We got some more beach time coming up. And, you know, talking about retirement, father time, you know, is undefeated, you know, except for Tom Brady, whatever that joke is, blah, blah, blah. Is there anything like seeing a day out in the ocean when it's hot and the kids are in the water and then just seeing them crumble at the end, like earlier than usual bedtime, like that ocean and sun destroys them. And I love seeing it. Daddy, you want to go back in the water? Go ahead. Let's go. Bring no it. Question. Go in there. And then you just see him. It's like, wow. Underneath <laughs> the eyes is red. No matter how much sunscreen application. I got that bar one, too, where you put right underneath the eyes. Makes no difference. Nope. Makes no difference. And I got one. My middle guy is if from the moment his toes touch the sand, it's a dead sprint to get in the water. And he's in it until we leave. And at the end of the day, like a rock, <laughs> like a rock. And there's always because we go, we got all these routines. I'm sure all the parents out there. Are yeah. familiar. We got story time and each kid. I make up a story and this and that. He doesn't care what the story is like, whatever, man. Just give me anything. Could be short, make it snappy, old man. I'm done. And like, I mean, everybody, whatever your wake up time is, it's at least a half an hour, maybe an hour later, and and it's just dead slumber. Which is that's what makes the beach such a, a one of the things that makes the beach great. That, that's why I love like you know night. You mentioned nighttime. It's it's done. Uh -huh. Be be quick and and get it over. But I always end with, guess what we're doing tomorrow? Yeah, going back to the going beach. back to the beach. <laughs> Speaking of the beach, speaking of expense, I, I have one thing I'd like to say. I have a problem. A profound problem. Maybe worse than the Sandy Pony Donuts for me this last trip to Bethany. Uh-oh. I don't care what it costs. I'll pay it. If I have to rob a bank, I'll get the money. The Fisher's popcorn caramel in the tub. Yeah. I, th I, think, I think we ate double digits. And as we were leaving town, well, where are you, where are you going? Like, I'm going back to Fisher's. <laughs> like, you you got you, well, you didn't have enough. I'm like, well, I had enough here. But when we go home, what am I going to do? Went back for that one industrial sized tub. Now you're thinking again, these these references make sense to people that know. And if you're part of the country, like it's caramel popcorn. How good could it be? I don't know, man. Something in it. Yeah, <laughs> you get to yeah, you get to watch them. You ain't eating one of those. You're not just going to eat one. No, no. I mean, I, what is it? Pringles is once you, once you pop, you can't stop or whatever. Well, Fisher's is that times a million. And you, you, they've had these giant vats that they're making it in with a shovel, <laughs> which is appropriate. And there's just this goo on it and I, this caramel glaze. And I got the perfect tub because I got it right out of the vat. Oh. So the entire thing, like you could have picked it up. If you could have palmed it and picked it up, picked it up, the whole thing would have been stuck together. Uh, and we made a horrible decision and we opened the top driving. Um, and oh. so the whole drive, it's just. <laughs> and so it's we've only been back for like a day and it's already like halfway through. I don't, I'm, I'm already planning. Like, yeah, you they ship it. You know, you can get it shipped to you. But yeah. yeah but that's not the same. Get me, I for me, I need to get it in the store. Uh, but I just want to shout out the folks at Fisher's Popcorn there, the one in Bethany, right there in the main drag. Good people, and they just look at me walking in like they, it was almost again? like again. That was what they said. 
And then it was almost like disgust. Like they were like, oh, Jesus, keep your keep your poise. Pull yourself together. You're just in here, man. Like, how much do you need? Like, we got our whole family here. Like, no, no, we know who it is. It's you. And I'm like, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> put it in the put it in the tub, man. Put it in the tub. I need it. Yeah. Don't talk to me. Here's your 20. That's your coffee. Oh, gosh. It's so so you're out. You don't have any. No, we got I got a I got a tub, but I'm just trying to ration now. And I walk by it and I feel oh like, oh, my God. If there's one thing you're you are not good at. is no. ration. rationing. <laughs> not Moderation is not my strength. <sighs> so at the end of all of this, it's like been a lot of been a, like a popcorn addiction, a lot of contemplation of time and just thinking about, I don't know how much more of this you get to do. I mean, I hope it's more. I clearly need another contract and it needs to be more because you got theater camp. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's, I don't know. It's just heavy when you, when you realize that time is passing and the people that trick you, you know, the greats that don't seem to age like Serena and the realization that there is, you do evolve and there is a next act. Uh, it's just, I don't know. It's just, it's just interesting to think about, especially Steve, as we get ready for that thing we do, mm-hmm. where we go back to what we're familiar with and football starts and you got full on preseason games and camps, college camps are going and in what, three Saturdays from now, it's like a full on slate. And then you're back in the thing where you don't, you don't have any of these sort of existential things that you think about. You just think about, all right, who do we like plus six? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and I look forward to that. I look, yeah. I, look, I look forward to that. Vivid Seats wants you to get to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part, each transaction is a step towards a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code SVP. That's code SVP. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Before we move on, a couple of things going on at ESPN I want to mention. First, ESPN, in partnership with Peyton Manning's Omaha Productions, presents Always College Football with ESPN College Football analyst Greg McElroy. With off-seasons being a thing of the past, Greg McElroy goes year-round with analysis, opinions, and insight on top teams and under-the-radar stories from coast to coast. That's always college football. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. And he was the face of the New York Yankees and the most admired player in baseball. The captain tells the story of Derek Jeter's life and Hall of Fame career. Catch the final episode on Thursday, August the 11th at 9 Eastern on ESPN and every episode streaming on ESPN+. I need to ask you a serious question. Go. 71 and 39 is the record. Yeah. Two New York teams, Yankees 71 and 39, New York Metropolitans also 71 and 39. Mm-hmm. It's August. Optimism meter. Three and a half. Oh my God. 
For those that don't know, that's the highest it's ever been. It's normally it, one. This this weekend in Queens was something else, man, because I get it. Everybody loves the trumpets with Diaz, but it's it's been a thing. My favorite thing is when DeGrom comes out to start a game and they play Simple, simple man. man. There yep. is there's nothing like it because it got that crowd right back right into the game from the first pitch. And if you're not telling me that he didn't feed off of that in his first home start, because guess what else happened? I went to go see his first start in the Nats park. And what happened that night? He got his pitch limit and the Nats won as like a plus 360 dog. That was a that was a green light. Give me the dog for the max play. That was a dust off your sight, and uh, let me hit a couple buttons. That's like I don't play baseball, but I'll take a nibble of the Nats. For, come on, you, you, you had to know what would happen. He'd get to the sixth; it'd be one nothing or zero zero, and then the pen would blow it. That's just the script. But yep. it wasn't the script when he came back home. You're right that the Narcos bit I want to talk about, but but Degrom, simple man. And there is, I, you, you're a Met fan, so maybe I don't know if you, I don't know, you feel it differently. But from the outside looking in, it, it just it feels like there's less of the doom and gloom and more of an uh, of a feeling of optimism in the Met fans. Do you sense that? Yes, and that's what that's that's where it, you have to tunnel it because that's why I love him. He's my favorite Met ever. He's an absolute killer. I agree. And then and and you saw how mad he was when he got taken out after the two run homer. And then the, that's what happens. And that's you get a little tight. And thank God for for Joelli to come in and, and shut the door. Uh, but you combine Zagram with the other killer that they just got and Scherzer. I mean, that was the cool thing of being at the Grom's first start in at Nats Park. The first guy on the top step, just smiling, chomping on some gum, and just laughing it was Scherzer. And that's what I basically watched in between pitches. And it's just really cool to see, first off, that a signing worked for the Mets and Scherzer. And, yeah, the other guys have begun. Uh, you know, Canna hit, got a big hit the other day. Marte starts the game with a homer last night. So, yeah, it's good. My, my As we go to Diaz, I just, he can't be any better. No. Like, he like the swing and misses. I think he's up to ninety-one strikeouts in like, in like forty something, 40 something innings. innings. 40, yeah, it's like mid forties innings. It's like tw- it's like a two to one. And I heard you know a lot of you know obviously with the social media and 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 seeing the entrance and the this the Cy Young topic comes back up and I'm just like he can't he can't be any better. Like that means he's going to have to sustain this all the way out wow. another basically two months and. I just don't. I don't. I don't see it. I would love it. Um, what he's done and getting himself better because I mean it was bad, man. It was bad when they traded for him. And Cano's not even on the team anymore. And then it was you know they traded a bunch of prospects. They got two pitchers that are killing it for for Seattle. And you're looking at there's like this is all we got was this guy. Like he's not even, I didn't even want him as closer last year. And, no, you hated his. You hated his guts. Um, and I, I just. <laughs> He can't be better, and that's why I'm scared because it's only going to mean more of these games. And you know, you know, something's coming. He's not. He's you know, there was one Mariano, one Mariano, and even and even he got touched in a big spot. So ride the lightning, embrace the journey. All good. 
And the Narcos bit is is it it exploded this weekend in a way that where social media can can be only social media can turn yeah. something that was a thing. And I mean, to say that locally, like New York's never local because New York always is sort of consumed nationally. But it it went from whatever level it was to is is white hot a, as the thing could be this weekend, the way the entrance was filmed. And I just want to thank everyone that was involved because in our house, it's now a thing. Trying to get the kids to do something, to move quickly, to do what you ask the first time, really hard. But I've found that if I just fire up the trumpets and just start doing a parade, like people, it's just, it's it's like Pied Piper stuff. All, All right. of a sudden, every, everybody, everybody's doing it. It's a Congo line going. You start doing and boom, there they are. It's, and everybody's smiling and everybody's happy. Now, it's only going to last a little bit because that's the way it works in our house before they're just like, yeah, yeah, no, no more trumpets. But yeah. right now, right now, the trumpets are a, are a thing. It's, it's cool. It's, yeah. it's the kind of energy that everybody taps into. Go ahead. And on the topic of that, uh -huh. last night, I've, I've contacted people that might be able to help the situation. But our Orioles might have tapped into also a great entrance as obviously they trade Lopez, who I was a huge fan of. Obviously, everybody's a fan of Trey Mancini. We'll touch on that. But they got this monster closer, Felix Batista. Who throws 126. <laughs> and last night they did it. And that's in if anybody's been to the Ravens, a Ravens home game, the Ravens play the wire whistle before. And he came out to it last night. And I'm like, you have to get that out on social media. It was so good. The, I call him fake Kenley Jansen, but he's bigger than Kenley Jansen. And he throws harder. He's huge, huge. And his just prowess and the, and the whistle going last night, it was awesome. And, and it's, the Orioles need to get that out on social media because it's I, so good. I agree. And, and I there are a lot of us. I was gonna say, you know, it's cool, like having a closer like that, and the entrance is cool. You know, it's, you know, it's cool. Not trading him, not trading. Yeah, him. yeah, that hurt. That was a tough one because the Orioles have been horrendous for a chunk of time, like forty nine and one fourteen, horrendous. I mean, mm -hmm. whatever that, whatever it was, a lot and not. It was not many and a lot. And here you are, and you're in it, and you move Mancini, who's a, a just he the, the comeback from cancer, who he's been to the team, and and everyone knew it was coming including him yeah um but like you move lopez and i mean you talk to the baseball people and it's like it's this is the this is sort of the template Tr sell as high as you can yeah it's what a lot of organizations do and the orioles i think believe that they're a year ahead of schedule anyway that this mm -hmm. year's kind of gravy but you know what you're right there and you're it, it it where at least you're playing games that matter in august and it felt like a kick in the gut when that happened yeah. Uh, but your point about Batista is true. You've got a guy on the back end. Now, is he going to be as comfortable and as competent as Lopez, who was the all-star? I mean, that's a lot to ask. But my God, he's got the tools. Woo. And you're right. As entrances go in Baltimore, uh, if, I, you can if you can invoke the wire it's and the, and the so whistle. Good. It's, it's so good. It's so good. Because it's, you know, the closer's coming in. So it's always going to be not, you know, it's always not like, the way the lighting was, and if they ever did, the, oh God, they have it, they have it right there. Get it out there, Orioles. All right, figure it out, figure it out.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hard Knocks comes out tonight. Oh, God, I can't wait. I was talking last night on the phone to, uh, to, to Rico. We, had, we just had summer catch-up industry talk. Mm. And uh, he up, is up there in Michigan, and uh, I, I knows, the, knows the Lions folks well enough that I guess that the, the word from within, I don't want to give too much away, was just this is going to be good. Oh, yeah. I mean, Campbell's so perfect for the role. Because it's genuine, and I think that the way they finished last year where they were competing, even though there was really no reason to want to compete unless you wanted to compete, right? Yeah. And they showed that. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the way Mike was Mike was saying, like based on what they hear from the Lions, that the Hard Knocks people were just overjoyed at what there is. And, you know, you just you just it feels like there's a buzz around the show, which there always is. It just it seems like maybe they caught lightning with with this Lions team. With got some fun rookies, you got a coach that's going to be quotable, and a little bit of an edge. Or, I don't know. It's just it's one of the there's a lot of summertime things that we tend to do, right? It's your vacations. It's this. It's that. It's baseball. Then it's hard knocks. And I don't know. It seems like a show that I don't want to say stale because it's always fun, but it's hard to keep the same the same uh, essential. Essentially, it's the same show every year. How do you make it interesting every year? It feels like the Lions are that. And being a hard knocks lifer, I've watched every season. And as it got to this point where you started doing teams again, you felt the script was already written before it started. That's kind of what and, I'm getting at. And I remember it with the with the Falcons and Mike Smith. He had a mentality of not being out physical and Dak Prescott last year with the injury and Jerry saying, you know, when, what's the deal here? And uh, who else was there? There was another one. That, oh, um, who was before the Cowboys, the Browns. Uh, we got some laughs with the old line coach, but you still feel that was kind of, you know, guarded, but this is just going to be every camera's on and they're going to be able to take whatever they want because the teams now have the ability to take stuff and, 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 make it pointed and this isn't going to be one of those it's going to be bag open take what you want and go that's i guess the 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 instance of of what mike was saying was it's it's just the hard thing is you gotta you gotta cut something yes we got too much you know sometimes you're trying to put a magnifying glass on maybe one little thing and turn it into something big whereas the lions it's just there's anywhere any direction it sounds like it'll be uh it'll be fun so and that's uh, that, that's the best thing about Campbell. Just is, is the honesty. There's there's nothing being hidden. Nothing is hidden, and that's why I love him so much. And I so said I from day one how much I loved his staff that he hired. And, and yes, you did. Going to be able to see it. Yes, you did. And I, I just appreciate the authenticity. Like people yes. made fun of the knee biter bit or whatever from the whatever. And he doesn't care. He's a he's. I mean, what are they? You know, I'm try, not trying to steal. A big cat and BFT's thing about football guy, but I mean yeah. that's you know oh, he's yeah. that so he's team. the he's the quintessential uh, football guy, and uh, so that's tonight. 
Yes. You got any camp talk? We have we got any rookie talk? We we hearing any chatter? Uh, my guy from Nevada, the oh, receiver, with the Packers, Dubes. Oh yeah, yeah. Watch we'll, out. We'll chatter he, there. Uh, I heard uh, uh, pick him pick him up late round flyer. Paulie and Mitch out on in, on Visa and my guys, and they're they're maniacs. They'll they'll bet on anything, and they were talking about the rookie of the year odds. That guy's down to like eighteen to one. He's he's like a fourth rounder from Nevada, and it's just Vegas people watching every single game, knowing he's going to play with Rodgers, and just being like, he's gonna he's gonna be incredible. Well, um, I think it's I think it doesn't take a genius to connect the dots and and figure out. All right, so seventeen doesn't play here anymore, so we got Lazard. Okay, well, MVS take the top off the defense. He's in Kansas City now. Yep. Okay. So we got we draft some rookies. Someone's got to he's going to throw the ball to somebody. I think it's the reason why Bateman's so popular in in yeah. the, in Baltimore because you don't have Hollywood there anymore. So it's, you can't throw the ball to your tight end every single play, even though as you would tell us, he's always open. Mm-hmm. I mean, Andrews will get a zillion targets in Baltimore, but Bateman's going to get Bateman's going to eat in Baltimore. I think that's the reason people like him. But someone's got to get the targets in uh, in Green Bay, and it, I just wonder is he that guy that every year, Steve? There's Oh, you got to keep an eye on so and so. Yep. And I think well, they he, also got the other receiver from North Dakota State too. Of course, they drafted higher. Like they, I understand that, but Dubes is the guy that they're talking no, about. Uh, you gotta, yeah, you can't let all your secrets out. Well, I mean, you gotta be careful. I do have a fantasy question for you. I've been watching a lot of NFL training camp stuff. Uh, I watched the Chiefs last night. Uh huh. God, did you see Kelsey? He's got the mustache. He's so I, good. It, yeah, he's just he's so he's good. he's got the ability to sort of reinvent as as he sees fit. He can Ten be a high fa- already high fashion guy. He can go bummy. He can go mullet. He can go yeah. mustache. He can you know whatever. He's he's can he's a dude. Yeah. Um, fantasy question for you. I love the, it. Yeah, the guru. Why is Christian McCaffrey regarded so much higher in fantasy than Saquon Barkley? I don't know. I guess. I don't know. I mean, he's played 10 games in two years. Who? Like, to me, they're the same. They've both been hurt. No, I I agree. And it's, and it's, it's, it's amazing to me. Yeah. It's, well, it's Barkley's, there's chatter around Barkley is, you know, better O line. Dable's there. Give me him. You like Barkley? Oh, yeah. You think he he's stepped ready? on a guy's foot last year? That's what happened. He stepped on a guy's foot, and that's why he couldn't play. Like, I get it, but I mean they, they got McCaffrey, is... they got McCaffrey on a step count. I'm reading yes. in 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 uh, Carolina. Yeah, uh, I mean we were at that point of the summer. Where I'm familiar with the, the step are. count for McCaffrey. Also in one league, I got a high pick, and I'm like, am I really saying McCaffrey that early? Mm. It's just terrifying to do. <laughs> but I, I mean, and and then we're at the time of year where I mean I shout to all of the fantasy content providers. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to send me. An email every day telling me the 28 running backs that can win me a league because everybody else in my league is getting it too. You know what else is not going to happen? What? You're not you're not going to hit the unsubscribe button from that email either because you're going to still want all that info. You know, it's in the <laughs> history hit, of you know, at the top. There's an unsubscribe button. Just go ahead. If it bothers you that much. In the history of our friendship, nothing that you've ever said has been more true than what you just said. <laughs> Because I will click read on that faster than anybody. 
Yeah, you get right, it every gotta, day. You get it every day. Jot down. Yeah, maybe maybe take a look at uh, Sky Moore out there. Somebody's gonna uh, Tyree mm. Kill. Somebody's gonna get those targets. Uh, maybe him. And then I'll forget. And then the draft will come, and I'll somebody else will pick it, and I'll be furious because I've read all of you. <laughs> I subscribe to. I am not. I am not loyal. I am a fantasy hoe. <laughs> every one of you that's putting out. I'm reading it all. <laughs> I'm reading it all. Yep, I sure am. And I'm not unsubscribing from any of it. And then every year I think, do I really want to pay the whatever it is to be the, the to, to subscribe to this one too? I mean, yep. how many different ones? Do, yep, give me all of it. <laughs> it goes back to the Rosillo line about how we were smarter when we used to have to read the box scores out of the Sunday paper. Yes. Access to all this information just makes you dumber because your brain's mush. You know what I mean? And and with respect to all these people that are good at the fantasy bit, I'm pretty good at it too. I cash a lot. So my opinion, why, why do I, it's just like picking games. It's just, just like when you go to, to, to give out, you know, your picks with a bear, or I give out winners, you know, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm looking around for, wow, what am I hearing? Who, who likes this? What like, uh, ultimately, what do I like? Cause you're the, I, I'm the one that's got to say it. So I'm Correct. the one that's got to make a pick. I just don't know if I can, you're leaning into Saquon. Like second round? Hell yeah. I don't know if he's... I think he'll be there, too. I know. I think he'll be there. That's nuts to me. Nuts you, to what, me. What, what, what wide receiver are you taking first? Cup or Jefferson? Uh, uh, you got Stafford, elbow. Yeah, you, got Rob, yeah. you got Robinson there. But, I mean... I don't know. Yeah, is Minnesota, Minnesota going to throw up more? I think they I are. I think Allen Robinson's going to be a huge upgrade for, for the Rams. Um, I still got to see it from Jefferson. I'd go cup. Then that means if you're the if you're getting I also the third, think Devontae Adams is going to get force-fed like a pig. Then that means somebody's getting Jamar Chase just at like... Not, oh, not yeah. A, I mean... I'll, I'll, get, I'll get a Bengals report for you. I'll get a right. Bengals report. Um, yeah, but are, there's rumors that you're going to be a GM in a league. I mean, is that is that accurate? Or are you just a figure? Uh, negotiations still ongoing. Sounds hold, more like I'm a holding out. out. I'm holding yeah, out because it sounds like that GM just wants your brain. He just wants <laughs> access to your brain. Don't think the other GMs aren't talking. Right? No, that brain that brain costs money. Do you think? Here's my problem with fantasy reporting and camp. I'm watching all the NFL stuff. All of it got on the TV with the Mets and Orioles on the other two. I want a daily report on rookies and how they're doing in camp. And I don't feel like I'm getting that. Am I reading the wrong places? Um, Like which ones in particular? Just all, all like for all first round. Like Wilson, I, I would love it. Olave. I would love a daily report. Would love one. Just let me know. They having good nice. days. They look a little bad. Ask the coaches about them. Coaches that, might, that sounds day. that sounds like a lane. That sounds like a lane that should be occupied by some of our people, mm. our fantasy people. Just give yourself a fan. Just create a yeah. Twitter a Twitter feed with all right. Here's what Olave did. Here's what Wilson did. He got you know updates. Up. I I I I see. I don't know. I'm I'm finding information out there. But then again, I'm casting a wide net. Mm. I'm not saying you're not. Um, <laughs> did I have anything else that I really thought was important? I have two all things. This, all this existential end of the line kind of stuff. I'm not trying to tell you I'm done. Okay. I mean, we're probably on 14 or 15, aren't we? I mean, how many more holes we got before they pull the plug? 
But from what you're telling me, I'm going to have to start. I'm going to have to do that thing we did in college where you cut the toothpaste open and scrape the insides just to just to get get your kids through college. You might cut ties with me. You might find yourself nah. an upgrade with one Come of on. these other outlets that are out there. You Come might. On. It's OK if you do. I mean, no way. It's not that okay, but I mean, you got to do what you got to do. What do you got? You got a couple of things. Yeah. No. Um, Ben Scully passed away. Everybody, obviously, social media. This is my favorite part. This is my favorite part. NFL Network, I think it was Sunday morning, put on the 81 NFC Championship game, the catch game. Vince Scully is the play-by-play guy. He sure is. The crowd shots, Scott, in this game were, I mean, it is Northern California, 1981. You know what to think. They were all a candlestick. I mean, brown leather jackets, open collar shirts, smoking butts. And it was like, you could tell they were so starving because like Montana starts picking up these third downs and they're like, holy we might win this thing. And then on the other side, you got statue Tom Landry, who never, I mean, you want to talk about an emotionless coach, like stoic, the whole thing, not never, never an ounce of emotion. And what I, you know, obviously Scully, you know, crushes the broadcast. And what I never realized was the play after the catch, Dallas gets the ball back. There's like a minute left. Danny white hits drew Pearson on a deep in route. And if he doesn't get horse collared, he scores. It's going to be like an 80-yard touchdown, and the catch is nothing. And on the next play, uh, Danny White gets sacked and fumbled. But there was a chance. Like, Dallas had the ball moving, but uh, just an observation that I never realized. I mean, I was four years old, and watching that game back was just awesome if you get a chance to do it. It's incredible to see something before it becomes what it becomes. And it's rare that you get that chance. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where, where you see the birth of something. You see, that's before Joe Montana's Joe Montana. Yes. That's the beginning of something. And then your point about Scully and what was remarkable about him is all of the clips that get shared is you realize, oh, wait, here he is doing golf brilliantly. Here he is doing high-level football brilliantly. He Everything he did... I watched the sign off and 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 I don't know how you do something that perfectly <laughs> where you say every word that's required and none that aren't. I'm terrible at that. Also, I get like Faldo. I get the emotions just they 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 pull at me. And I I admire the ability for Scully to to put it some other place where I mean, after that long, where you represent that much to that many people, it would be easy to let yourself get syrupy and overwrought, and it wouldn't be inappropriate if you did. But he didn't. No, and, and it's just it's just astounding and astounding to me um, to to reflect on what he was. And I mentioned Bill Russell. Astounding to reflect on who he was societally, um, who he was as a player coach who he was as a champion. And I thankfully it didn't turn into a whole lot of, he played against plumbers <laughs> and he wasn't as good as Wilt it head to head. Thankfully it didn't turn into that because there's the, 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 the biggest, the biggest uh, challenge I think for the world at the moment is to not 
turn everything into a yeah, but. And nobody was trying to say, yeah, well, Skelly wasn't. Or, you know, Bill Russell. No, just shut up. There's no you don't have to. We don't need that guy. You don't need to be that guy on this guy. Mm. Just just let let the the enormity of what Russell represented uh, across the board and what Scully represented across the board. And I tweeted something about just how I think I, I felt like watching who Russell became as a mentor. There was some video of him talking to Kobe and just watching Kobe and him. And Kobe's like, I got that from you. And just the idea about being a, a killer and a winner and all. I just the way people learned from Russell and that laugh of his, it just seemed like, you know, he'd listen to him and then you'd, you'd hear that laugh. It's just nobody laughed with as much purity as that dude laughed. And, yeah. uh, and, and Vin taught as well. Like I said, taught with the ability to say every word that was required and none that weren't. Um, I wish I learned that one better. <laughs> That's mm. just, I'm going to have to chalk that up to one. I can't, I'm never going to get, but. You, you, that was one thing you said. You got a couple of things. One was Vin. Yeah, and you just said you just said it, and that's why I will never forget this was being in college, staying out at at Stanford, working out, and finding a job. And every year there's this Bank of West tennis tournament that was at Stanford. So it's it's late '90s. The Kornikova craze is nuts. She's playing, and it's I mean the place is packed every night. And if you remember, Venus came on the scene before Serena. Mm -hmm. And then, so it's Venus, the height of Venus. And at Stanford, I would go work out in the morning before work and go to work. And then we would come back and do seven on seven, you know, afterwards. And then we would go to the matches that night uh, during that week. And I'll never forget uh, going to, I think it was like the Monday of the tournament. And Serena wasn't even playing in it. And going in the workout, and we're walking back from workout, and I see her dad talking with a guy, and I'm looking over at the court. I have no idea who Serena is, and I just see this girl absolutely mashing tennis balls. It's probably 8.15 in the morning, and i walking by, and Mr. Williams says, this is my other daughter, Serena, talking to the guy. And I, I just stopped. I just watched her for like 10 minutes. I'm like, if this is Serena, like I'm watching Venus, and I mean, you remember Venus was of course at the top, and it was just amazing. Like you talk about seeing something before it happens. I'm like, this the this is a whole different person than Venus. She's got a lot more umph to the game, and I, good 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 luck if you got to play her. And then sure enough, the next year she comes out. I think she got beat in the finals, and then she I think she won a bunch of them in a row after that. But I'll never forget seeing a young Serena before on the scene like this. I, I, I don't know what this is, but this is going to dominate tennis. Um, and it has. Yeah. Just whew, nobody better. Like me sitting on the beach thinking about the passage of time, right? You were watching her when she was the kid and now she's, she's yeah. a woman and she's a mom and she's a 23 time slam champion. And she's penned her so long and, uh, in vogue and that comes out this morning as we get ready to sit down and chat and uh sort of brings us to the, the conclusion of the some nonsense and some serious talk but i i am looking forward to getting back to it uh after you enjoy a trip down to the outer banks mm -hmm. um you gonna get out some more pod content before you go looking absolutely we got one tomorrow we got acc preview maybe a little notre dame 
What kind of time you got allocated for that one? Bear, Bear got mad at me. We got to keep it under an hour. So I, I got to tighten the notes. That's what I'm working on the last couple he's of days. He's got like some offshore, like yeah, somebody is Turks and Caicos. Saratoga's still going. He's got he's to lock in. Turks and Caicos trotters. What are they called? <laughs> trotters. That's <laughs> at got, nighttime at Saratoga or at the Meadowlands. Yeah. Got the trotters at the <laughs> offshore. Bears got fire. Uh, uh, all right. Well, you travel well down there. Uh, enjoy it. One last thing on the way out. Pray for me. I'm a middle-aged man. Some might say elderly. Mm. Going in Thursday, a little dental surgery. Oh. I never got my wisdom teeth taken out. Yeah. Me neither. I got one that's kind of, it's crooked and it's bothering me. And so it's like time to get. How, so how, how, how long have you put this off for? Years. <laughs> Was in the chair twice. All right. One last story. God, I'm weird. I was in the chair in Connecticut and there I'm signing like a waiver because apparently you're not supposed to drink anything um, before you come in. I don't mean like Tito's and soda. I mean, just drink anything. And it's like I'm reading the fine print. It's like it could be fatal. And you know me. I wake up Diet Coke, probably several. And already my daughter at the time, Lila was very young. She was very ups upset that daddy was getting surgery. And then I just had a full on freak out where I thought could be fatal. I, dr I don't want the last thing my daughter to, to have seen with dad's going in to have surgery and then I'm dead. So I got up and I left. <laughs> so we rescheduled for the following year. This is probably five years ago, six years ago already. And then I get there the next year and literally the guy's getting ready to put me under. And he's like, wait, is this a, is this elective? Like, are you doing this? Cause I said, well, yeah, I mean, shouldn't I get it done? He goes, well, if it's not bothering you, you really don't really know. I mean, it's there's a nerve in there. And if we hit the nerve, like your face, we kind of like, what are you wait? You're telling me like, I'm going to have half my face on. I won't be like, I won't be able to smile. I said, I'm in a visual medium. I mean, I already look like an old shoe. I don't need I don't need any to. So the guy's like, well, I don't know. I mean, I'm just telling you. And I said, well, then I'm not doing it. So twice I was in the chair to have it done and I left. Fast forward to now, and I'm going in to get it done, and I'm trying to figure out how to walk again. Daily pain? No, it's not that. It's just, oh. it's just, it's, it's just, it's impossible to keep food out of it, and so I'm forever flossing it. And you're like, just don't be an idiot. Go in and get it done. But then the I've got. I only have three, by the way. What, what kind of what kind of mutant am I? I only have three of them. What happened to the other one? Oh, that makes a lot of sense now. Mute. I agree. Well, he's like, you might as well get the other two. I'm like, well, mine as well. What do we? Like, isn't this gonna suck? They're like, oh yeah, it's gonna be terrible. <laughs> Dry sockets. I'm gonna be on pain meds, all hopped up. Got to keep the air pockets clean. That's that's what I'm saying. So straw. Get some straws. Probably going to eat ice cream exclusively and yogurt for a couple no of days. Maybe it was the Not, shovels of popcorn. <laughs> right. Get a kernel in the pocket. Then all of a sudden oh. it's wedged in there. We got to go in for emergency extraction. So what I'm telling you, everybody here is I need I need a whole lot of thoughts and prayers for Thursday a.m. Because I'm a middle aged man going in for surgery. I should have had when I was 15. 40 years late. <laughs> we doing? Um, and you're going to the beach, so I'm going to come back with gaping wounds in the back of my mouth and hopped up on pain meds and no big man. Thanks a lot, buddy. On a scale of one to 10, what's your threshold for pain? 
I mean, I'm talking to a guy who dislocated his elbow and played in the Rose Bowl with a jungle gym on his hand. So, I mean, it's, it's not you. Uh, I mashed a I mashed a shopping cart into my leg and cut it open and didn't didn't I just yelled I think I just yelled so that's what's that like four three I don't know it's not it only go it only gets lower as you get older too that's the problem I don't remember the last time I wept over pain I mean it's just it's Mm. just a you know you do the Peter Griffin where you just yell ah over and over and over I mean but I I'm not I'm I'm not looking forward to it. That's no. what I'm getting at. I mean, it's I just, mean, you walked out twice, twice, <laughs> two strikes on the batter. So the question right now that you maybe are asking is so so why are you even doing it? And because if the one tooth that's coming in the wrong way imp- is impacting the one next to it, then that that might have to you might have to yank that out. All, all of a sudden, you got me like half of my side of my face doesn't have any teeth in it. This is why you spend... I don't want you to come back and look like Fire Marshal Bill. That's exactly what I was saying. Exactly the thing I was thinking of with that face that he does. And this is how you end up staring at the ocean, thinking about, well, it's been a good run, but it's probably about over. Uh... All right. That's how, right. On, that's how you leave on an up note, everybody. Stay positive. Be You'll good. be fine. Optimism. It costs the same. We'll see yep. you guys soon. Steve will be back at some point. It'll be football season. Giddy up.